Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. Seems to be taking some sort of shape here as we get a month out of spring training. Welcome back. Hour number two of Ben and Woods here on 97.3 The Fan. Last night uh, it was reported, and I think John Heyman had some of the news, that uh, the Padres are close, nearing a deal with right-handed reliever from the KBO, Korean baseball organization, same place where ha Kim played, with Woo Suk-go, a right-handed Pitcher, who was a closer, uh, had a 2.39 ERA since the start of the 2019 season and figures to occupy a late-inning role for the Padres alongside, of course, their other overseas signing, Yuki Matsui, from uh, uh, over the break. So uh, two Asian imports into the Padres bullpen, one right-handed, one left-handed, to make up for the loss of Josh Hader and some of the other pieces that they no longer have in the pen this year. Now, it's not official. We have not seen any word from the San Diego Padres on this signing. But your thoughts, Woodsy, on a potential addition to the pen? Uh, I saw that John Heyman said, hey, the Padres have their new closer. I think we should probably pump the brakes on that. Yeah, that doesn't make much sense to me at all. He has struck out over 30% of the batters he faced in each of the last two seasons, but he's also walked 11.6% of the batters uh, in 2023 and posted a 3.68 ERA. Uh, now, listen, he's got a low 90s cutter. He's got a, you know, touches, I think he sits 95 uh, on the fastball, but has has ramped it up to 96, 97, um, which is fantastic. I mean, comes in, he's deceptive. He looks nasty. I watched the video of him. Again, you watch a guy like this throw and you go, how does anyone ever hit anything ever? You know, he spins it really, really well uh, from what I can tell. So I'm, I'm excited about it. And again, I don't know the terms of the deal. I saw weird kind of tweets and I wasn't sure if they were accurate or not. I saw a one-year deal. I'm like, well, that doesn't sound like us for sure. But um, it's interesting over there, too, because... They have to pay 20% of his contract value to his his team, the LG Twins. Uh, teams owe 20% if the contract is less than $25 million. 
uh, and it scales from there all the way to 15% if the contract is over $50 million. So, But that's not what they're – they're not looking at no, that big no, time of deal. No, not that big with, time of deal. With Go. Um, but he's 25 years old. Yeah, yeah, younger than Matsui. Yep, 25 years old. And again, bullpen piece at this point. And again, a diamond in the rough potentially, a guy that you went out and, and – I had never – I'd never – he never – I didn't know about him until yesterday. I was thinking about it too, Benny. Baseball is hard enough to cover with prospects and the draft, and I, I'm still blown away by everyone that can can take the time to find all the best players in the the Japanese league, the Dominican leagues, all the leagues that they have around the the world. This is a pretty good move for the Padres if this guy looks anything like the video that I saw of him. He's going to be pretty solid uh, out of the bullpen for the guy. This is A.J. Preller trying to find an area where the Padres can perhaps be ahead of the curve on other teams. It's hard to find those those spots now. I mean, every team invests a lot into their scouting, uh, even into international now. The Padres were always kind of ahead of the game there, but uh, other teams have caught up. Uh, as you know, they've gone more into the Dominican and, and South America. The Padres still do that, but they have uh, certainly done their homework in Asia. And AJ goes over there, does direct scouting of players that he thinks can help the San Diego Padres. And apparently, uh, he thinks that uh, Wu Suk Go of the Korean Baseball Organization can be one of those. Now, you said pump the brakes a little bit on being the closer for the Padres. Uh, maybe he'll get an opportunity, but. I'd almost say it, it doesn't even make any sense that you'd, you'd have him closing games for you, at least right away. Uh, from what we know, the Japan's baseball league is at a higher level. I mean, that's what everyone has said when Hassan Kim came over. Korean baseball organization is good, but it's not, it's not quite at the level that the Japan baseball is at, which is not quite at the level that Major League Baseball is at. Yuki Matsui has a lot of experience as a closer in Japan, a lot of success as a closer in Japan. He's older. You know, for Go to come in, and obviously he's he's thrown well in Korea, you've got to imagine that the learning curve is going to be a little steeper for him. It's going to be a little tougher to adjust to Major League Baseball hitters as he comes over. That to have him just jump right in as the closer is not that can't possibly be the plan of the San Diego Padres. I mean, I think that I don't even know if they know a plan, and I don't think you want to really have a plan. They had a plan. They they had Josh Hader right. signed through twenty twenty three, and they extended Robert Suarez with that the idea the that plan. he was going to be yeah. the closer once closer Josh waiting. Hader was gone. That was pretty clearly the plan. Now, then again, yeah, Matsui comes in, Go comes in. You have people who have closed before. It's great to have depth. But to to say that when Heyman says Padres have their new closer, I, that to me doesn't make a lot of sense at this point. They have another option yeah, in you, the bullpen. You could have just said uh, to add a piece to fortify the bullpen. 65.8% ground ball rate, uh, which is really, really good as well. So he gets he spins it up there, gets it on the ground. I mean, look, we'll see where everyone slots into in their roles. We'll know that in a couple of months. Uh, when we're out at spring training, too, talking to A.J. Preller about what he envisions for his bullpen, Mike Schilt, uh, of course, as well. But you keep adding weapons, value weapons, guys that you find, guys that, that maybe other people weren't in on. You're, you still are really hoping, if you're a Padres fan right now, Benny, you're hoping that A.J. Preller has identified two or three Waka Lugo types to go after and land at least one of them, if not two. Um, those guys were both kind of late additions last year, so I'm expecting they're probably because the the market for pitching, as we know, is sky high. I mean, it's just sky high. It's not going to remain that way. If you can wait it out, 
if you can wait it out a little bit longer, then I think you'll be okay. And I think you can find a couple of those value plays um, like he did last year. Both of those worked out tremendously. Again, we're all going to sit here and lament Michael Walker at $16 million. I, I, I worry now that Lucas Giolito is going for $19 million per <laughs> Well, give that it, there's going to be any bargains out there give anymore. It, give it three weeks. Can you wait three weeks? You know to see what what happens and, and really. I mean, there's no one that I'm dying to jump no, out and me, sign right now. Anyway, me neither. Me neither. I mean, yeah, premium like Blake Snell is still out there, but in terms of bargains, there's no one that oh, I've got to absolutely have that guy right now. You know, in my pitching rotation, no question about it. So. Uh, we'll see, you know, we'll see what what shakes out. But uh, I'm, you know, we, were, we this has not been an official announcement yet by the Padres. It will not be official until they announce it, or at least Jeff Passan announces it. So uh, I don't want to say take it with a grain of salt because there's a ton of smoke and, and fire around it. But we've been wrong before. We've been burned before. And uh, hopefully we don't get burned this time. Need a contestant for Take on Woods? Uh, you could be the first to beat Woodsy in the new year. He won yesterday. Our music trivia challenge is just a couple of minutes away. 833-288-0973. Call us now. 833-288-0973. Get ready to play our game. Paulie will take your call here if you uh, if you dial us up. Now, this it comes on the same day that we saw some new uh, details on the Yuki Matsui contract that came out. Uh, Associated Press we knew that he signed a five-year, $28 million deal while we were on break. Um, some of those new details include some bonuses if he does become the closer. Uh, obviously, his agent is thinking of the possibility that, yeah. that Matsui could be the closer because uh, apparently he can make up to $33.6 million if he becomes the closer. There is a no-trade clause that Matsui has in his deal. Um, there are, like, he gets the hotel suite on the road. He gets ah. round trip plane tickets back to Japan every year. These are fairly common provisions nowadays, uh, for major international free agent signings. But, uh, we saw some of those details yesterday. There's also, uh, just like, yeah, Yasha, Yoshinobu Yamamoto has some interesting opt outs where if, like he has Tommy John surgery, he can't opt out until later. But if he doesn't have it, he can opt out of his contract sooner. That was one of the details that came out in the Yamamoto Dodgers deal as well. Twelve years, they said, yeah, he's locked in. But no, there are a couple of opt outs in a few years based on the health of his elbow, and that seems to be a new trend in these contracts in the off season. Putting in these provisions where, hey, we're signing you long term, but if you're out for a season and a half, we want. We want to have more control over you. Sure. If you're healthy for the first few years, maybe you're going to get a chance to opt out and and you know hit free agency again at some point. I have no problem with that. No, I mean it makes sense for both sides yeah, a little it does. bit. It protects the team a little bit. Like, hey, you know, Mike Clevenger. Hey, we got two years. Well, you actually got three months of Mike Clevenger after he comes I mean, back. Think from about Drew Pomerantz. elbow surgery. You know, teams want to be protected against injury, but players also want to have guaranteed, guaranteed money if they're hurt and the chance to opt out if they're healthy and hit the free agent market again. So we're seeing more of that as well. Uh, got a contestant on the line. Let's get to it. It is time for Take on Woods. It's time for Take on Woods. Take on Woods. Woods. Say good morning to Robert. Is that you? Morning. Morning. Robert or Bob, what do you prefer? Bobby? No, 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 no. Robert. Robert. All right, Robert, Robert, you are up. What does uh, it say, Ben? It says Robert. It, it says Robert. Robert. I just want to make sure, you know, I don't want to be formal. If Some people like someone, people call me Benjamin. No one really. Bobby. 
<laughs> All right, Robert, here's what we've got for you. If you can beat or tie Woods, uh, we'll put you into that grand prize drawing for the trip to Las Vegas, two nights at the Westgate, dinner at Edge Steakhouse, tickets to the Manilow Show, all in front of you if you can just uh, battle him and take him down today in one of these three categories. The mystery category, uh, the grand old game, those are songs that include lyrics about baseball, and our new category, Make the Call, Five songs that are all about phone calls. So, mystery category, the grand old game, or make the call, Robert? Oh, man. Uh, mystery. Ooh, going mystery with the mystery category. category. All right. Uh, kind of in the dark here, but here's how it works. Mystery category, five questions, just like normal. But the first question will help you unlock all the other answers to the to the um, puzzle. So if you get that one, things get a little bit easier after that. 60 seconds, you can always pass if you don't know one. We'll come back to it at the end. Two-second song starts it. Polly will play some music. You give me the title and the artist, and you'll score that point. We'll go on from there. Robert, you ready to play? I'm ready right. to play. Time on the clock, 60 seconds. It is the mystery category. Your time begins when Paul plays the music. Good luck, Robert. Let's take on Woods. Uh, Which song by Jennifer Lopez is also a reference to her famous neighborhood nickname? Danny on the Block. Good enough. Which singer is most famous for the two duets, Up Where We Belong with Joe Cocker and The Time of My Life with Bill Medley? Uh, Which song about a murder was the opening track on the 2004 debut album for The Killers, eventually becoming one of their most popular songs? Pass. Which 2004 American Idol finalist is only the second American woman ever to win an Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony Award? Uh, Fantasia? Uh, incorrect. Let's go back to the two-second song. Hey! A little more there. Which singer is most famous for two duets, Up Where We Belong with Joe Cocker and The Time of My Life with Bill Medley? Uh, time. Oh. Uh. All right, that was a tough one. Mystery category can always be tough. So you Gotta got Jenny from the block, one. but... So Jenny was the uh, was the key there. It's eight six seven five three zero nine Jenny by Tommy Two Tone. Jennifer Warren's uh, Jenny was a friend of mine, and Jennifer Hudson. All Jennies on our answer today. So let's bring Woods in. You got the one though. You're not out of it. Woods gets the same five questions. <coughs> Sixty seconds back on the clock. Trying to go two and zero oh here in 2024. Time begins when Paul plays the music. Good luck, Woods. Let's take on Robert. Eight six seven five three zero nine by Tommy Tutone. Correct. Which song by Jennifer Lopez is also a reference to her famous neighborhood nickname? Jenny from the Block. Correct. Which singer is most famous for two duets, Up Where We Belong with Joe Cocker and The Time of My Life with Bill Medley? Her name is Jennifer Warns? Correct. Which song about a murder was the opening track on the 2004 debut album for The Killers? Eventually, Jenny was a friend of mine. Correct. Which 2004 American Idol finalist is only the second American woman ever to win an Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony Award? Obviously, it's a Jenny. EGOT. EGOT. Yes, very good, Paul. Jenny, 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 Jenny. No idea. Jennifer Hudson. Jennifer Hudson. But you got four. You I got just, the win today. I wasn't thinking you locked in on I Jenny. Wasn't, I got yeah. two locked in on Jenny. 
Jennifer Hudson. Well, you awesome. had the Jennifer Warrens too. So That's true. there was Jennies and Jennifers, but yeah, that was a mystery that, category give me actually. That killer song, Polly. Jenny That's was a friend so of mine. Good. But uh, Robert, thank you for playing. Thank Try you. again uh, later in the month. But uh, Woodsy remains perfect here. Ooh. In 2024 on the Jenny's category. I'm your closer so far. So far. Yeah. Two for two. You have not let one lead slip away yet no, on no, Take on Woods. Not one. Uh, we've got Don't Do This coming up, including the expected punishment for the owner of the Carolina Panthers. Dropping the bucket. Yeah. Well, uh, you know what? For him. Drop in the bucket. And I can I can tell you how much of a drop in the bucket it I, actually I is. I saw that, too. It's incredible. Uh, coming up next. And we have some audio of our beloved Prince. Wrecking shop last night in the DR. Ah, oh, it's yes. so on his birthday. good on his birthday. Coming up next after a check of traffic with Ben Woods here on 97.3 The Fan. high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker of yours. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Don't do this. It's time for Don't 
Do this. What were you thinking? Three stories from the world of sports that make us all shake our heads. Why? <laughs> How many times do I have to tell you? I'm sorry, I fudged up, guys. You idiot. You moron. You dumbass. The apple sometimes does far fall from the tree. Don't do this. Do not tweet that. With Ben and Woods. I like a Nickelback song or two. On 97.3 The Fan. Got a couple of franchise shortstops today on Don't and Do Do This. One hopefully heading in a positive direction for the San Diego Padres. One decidedly less so for the Tampa Bay Rays. Woodsy, why don't you get us started Yeah, today? pretty wild story while we were out uh, on vacation, Ben. You saw a lot of tweets coming out from Hector Gomez saying that Wander Franco, who is the uh, former starting shortstop for the Tampa Bay Rays, was let go last year, kind of dismissed for um, alleged relationships with underage girls. He was on the run in uh, the Dominican Republic, Ben. He was on the run. They went to his home to arrest him. They could not find him. He was evading, right? At, he, at, yeah, he did not show up to, to a, a, meeting. a meeting with prosecutors that he was supposed to be at. And once that happened, essentially the warrant was out for his arrest. Yep. Now, he did eventually turn himself in, show up for that meeting on last week, right? He, he, yeah. did, he did contact his attorneys. He actually posted a weird picture of him with his two attorneys. Flank, you know, he's in the middle, they're flanked on either side, and he's smiling from ear to ear before this meeting. It was a, it was a weird time for a photo op, in my opinion, uh, certainly. But he did end up going to that meeting, uh, but he was arrested. Ben, that, the reason he was arrested, though was for evading the meeting. Right. That's very important he, he to know. He hasn't been charged on, in yet. the underage relationship investigation as of yet. Now, that may as still come in, you know, in the future, but right now he's simply facing the charges that, hey, when you have to meet with a prosecutor, you yeah. don't show up, then that's a, that's a crime just in and of itself. Correct. So, uh, obviously, there's a lot to go on this story. Oh, but, my uh, God, man. It's I mean, one of the, you know, if it, if it all comes out the way that they're reporting it now, what what are, what are we doing, man? Like what a fall what a fall from grace for that young man. Talked yesterday about the um, incident with Carolina Panthers owner David Tepper uh, on Sunday in Jacksonville at the end of his team's twenty six nothing loss to the Jags. Looked like he got frustrated with the Jags fans who were sitting just in front of his open air suite. Grabbed the remaining part of his drink and just tossed the contents right out onto the fans. It was caught on an Instagram video by someone who was in a suite next door. Went viral all over the place. Of course, the NFL had to issue some sort of reaction. They did yesterday, fining David Tepper $300,000 for unacceptable conduct. All NFL personnel expected to conduct themselves at all times in ways that respect our fans and favorably reflect on the team and the NFL, the league said in a statement. Now, Tepper released his own statement where he said, I should have let NFL Stadium Security handle any issues that arose. I respect the NFL's code of conduct and accept the league's discipline for my behavior. He did not he did not apologize for what he did. He just said, I accept the punishment for my actions. How much does that sting David Tepper? Pretty bad. I mean, $300,000, uh, according to... Uh, Darren Rovello says David Tepper's worth is $20.6 billion. So a $300,000 fine to him is the equivalent to an average American of a fine of $1.77. 
That's two dollars. That's yeah. uh, that's like three hundred and twenty-eight thousand dollars worth of fine. I just paid my fine to you. you. Did thank yeah. you. Enjoy. Can I keep this? Yeah. Or do I have to give it back? Is well, this just my, a prop? Or no, no, that's yours. I want my you, thirty-three cents back. You don't have to apologize though. No, I've just paid my fine. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I don't think he has to apologize if he wants to pay the fine three hundred thousand dollars. If it's worth throwing a drink on someone for three hundred grand, I guess you don't have to apologize. You guys ever had a drink thrown in your face? No. no. Me neither. Really? Yeah. Why does that surprise you? <laughs> an idiot. <laughs> okay, be, I guess if anybody on the show was going to get one, I, I can. it wasn't going to be Ben. Why would it be me? I guess it could have been me. I'm sure Hannah has wanted to <laughs> a million times. Wine across the table right. or something. You sometimes <laughs> poke. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're the yeah. Maybe just one comment too far. Boy, I don't know how I would react. I would. I would. That would, that would shock me. Uh, now in sitcoms, they always react very stoically. Like they they do. just stand there and they take stand it. There. No one ever reacts in real life. If someone actually threw a drink on you, oh, if there's ice cubes too, that uh, it hurts. hurts. Yeah, that, that wouldn't cold. That wouldn't be a lot of fun. You ever been slapped in the face? No. 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 Forgetting cheeky, cheeky. You've been hit like, yeah, like been, in a fight. I've been punched in the face. That does not <laughs> yeah. feel good. <laughs> no. God, that hurts. What hurts worse, punching someone in the face or getting punched in the face? Punching I would, someone in the face hurts. Worse. It hurts get, worse than getting punched yeah. in the face. Yeah. That get, makes no if you get sense. Punched at all. in the nose, though. Oh, you're done. That's yeah. That's the worst. Got punched in the in the jaw. Got punched in the side of the head. You're saying it hurts the person's fist more it to hurts hit you to in hit the face. Somebody, yeah. Why would anyone ever punch someone in the face? <laughs> rage, blind. Where rage, should you punch know. someone? I don't get in fights, so I don't really know the answer. I don't to get this. in fights either, but I think. Well, it depends. Is, is this a? Is, where, what are you not going to hurt yourself? So if a guy <laughs> comes up to you on the street and is like, he doesn't have a weapon, but he's like, "Give me your wallet. I'm going to kick your ass." Ben's hit like, him. You in, go. Hit him in the throat. Okay. Right. Like if. But if you're in a fight with like I don't know. Some listener that thinks you suck, which would never happen to you, but it definitely happened to me. That's probably a different type of fight, I would imagine. Right? That's probably more of like a, yeah, like a slap fight. Like, like but maybe the stomach, like right in the solar plexus. Let me punch you in the solar plexus. Please don't. Oh, I think it would, eh, that would, that would get you. Take the wind, Take out, the of, wind out, out of their you. sails. Take the wind out of you. But it's yeah. not I've as, had the wind knocked out of me before. It's not, not, as, cool, fight, it's not as cool as punching somebody in the face, though, right? If you hit somebody in the gut. I mean, in, <laughs> in the movies, it's always one punch to the jaw. Yeah, just, guy goes down. Damn. Guy maybe shakes Woo. his hand for a second, and he's good to he's go. He's good to go. Let's go drink It's never beer. that simple in real life. No, it hurts. It hurts. Probably because none of us really know how to punch, you know, the right way. We're not fighters. We're lovers. Even the... People who do know how to punch, like boxers, still hurts. Put gloves on. Yeah, there's gloves. And tape, you know. Yeah, yeah. Layers of tape. All right. Punching's not a natural action for everybody. Uh, not for everybody. That's think. exactly right. All right, we got some audio last night. It was uh, Fernando Tatis Jr.'s birthday. Twenty-five years old. That's still crazy. He's I, just twenty-five. I showed this man. highlight last night, and um, Vern, who was running the teleprompter at Channel Ten, goes, "Well, no wonder he's gotten in some." Trouble. He's a baby. He's a baby. Still. I, didn't I know, know he was that young. I he's know. been around for so long. Yeah, he's just years old. Twenty-five years old for this young man. Goes out last night playing for his uh, team Estrellas Orientales in uh, the Dominican Republic, and there his team is down. They're trailing, uh, I believe, in the ninth inning. Tenth he, inning. Tenth inning. Fernando Tatis tied three three in the tenth. Tied three three in the tenth. Fernando Tatis Jr. strides to the plate in the Liga Dominicana. Bueno, Tatis está sacando un patazo profundo que va buscando atrás el patrullero derecho. Sigue atrás, se metió en la pista. Ante seguridad. ¡Ah! 
conexión con ella. Tan lejos que ya no la veo, jorrón enorme de Fernando Tati. You couldn't tell he grounded out to second. <laughs> <laughs> no, he had uh, a nice. It was he was at the time he hit the bomb. He was three for four. But you, yeah, I didn't know because they tweeted four for three, four yeah. dash three. Yeah, they do things that you know different than we do. Flipped it. Yeah. So, um, but they, his team end up, ended up winning the the closer. Closer blew it in the bottom of the ninth, and then they came back and won eight to five. So um, he is is looking good. He's making plays. Now, out, how many out, games out has he played? How many games does he have left? I believe this is the playoffs right now. I believe they're in the playoffs. Yeah, but if they win, then they go to the Caribbean Series, oh which is right before spring training. I don't think he's going to play in that. I've heard that if they okay. get that far, he'll back off like for a few weeks before spring training. So I've got to imagine that he's into his last week or so, probably, of the uh, Dominican League play. But, hey, yeah, I mean, two doubles, home run, uh, you know. Getting to get those swings in in the off season, which he thinks helps him. No, you know, he's, we, he's a baseball. We're player. obviously worried about injury, but you also have to understand if there's benefits to Fernando Tatis Jr. doing this, the Padres could reap those benefits next season by having a guy who's more locked in from the start of the year because he got to do you know his off season program that he feels gets him in the best shape to be ready you know as soon as the you know, the bell sounds in 2024. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. I I'm, I was in favor of this. Uh, just, you know, still hoping that he, he makes it out unscathed and, and not dinged up at all. But he looks fantastic so far. Yeah, driving the ball to the opposite field with authority. It was an oppo taco last night. It was amazing. And, uh, you know, that's what we need from that kid all year. It was a birthday bash. Birthday and that bash. is uh, don't and do do this for a Wednesday. That was Don't Do This with Ben and Woods on 97.3 The Fan. All right, when we come back... NFL head coach v radio hosts. When you got the penalty and move it to go the. Go ahead and say it. Oh, say it. Both of you. Oh, God. What? Say it. Oh, boy. <laughs> How oh, would we react oh, boy. in a similar situation? That is coming up next with Ben Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. 
Tacovas is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity, and I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovas. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade, handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. This segment is brought to you by Valvoline Instant Oil Change. only takes 15 minutes. You don't have to get out of your car. For directions and discounts, go to SoCalOilChange.com. That's SoCalOilChange.com. Actually, they brought you Take On Woods, and it was my bad. I didn't mention it earlier, but uh, happy to have a Woods sponsor going forward. Thank you to Valvoline Instant Oil Change. Woods, uh, during our break, you mentioned that you were going to be saying Happy New Year for a while. I will be. What's the statute of limitations on Happy New Year? They did a whole Curb Your Enthusiasm about it. <laughs> did and they? it's brilliant. Yeah. You need to watch that show. I, I can't. Uh, my son, you, you more than my anybody. youngest yeah, you son has gotten anyone. into it. I was actually watching an episode with him the other day it's from incredible. the first season. Yeah, it's incredible. Um, they yeah. did a whole, he's like, all right, enough. Enough. That's, uh, you know, three days ago, Happy New Year. Now, I'm, I'm going to do it for a while. <laughs> Happy New Year. I'm okay. The actually, whole month of January. Throughout, throughout January. Yeah. If you say it in February, okay, we've moved on. Yeah. It's a we're psycho. solidly into the new year at that point. Yeah, let's say, I'm going to call it even like maybe even January 15th, right? H- half of the first yeah, month. Yeah, half of the first month. I mean, if you say it like on January 30th, it does feel. Yeah. Uh, new Year's, that was a long time long ago. Long time man, ago. But, but I'm okay. If you say, if you blurt it out in January, I'm not going to laugh at you. Yeah. If you said it in March, I'm going to say, what? Come on. All right. We're, yeah. We've moved on now. We're, we've, we've more than moved on. Uh, this was pretty phenomenal stuff, Ben. And, and so sometimes uh, radio hosts can stick their, their foot in their mouths. Uh, and I guess in this case it would be his, his fingers. But there was a guy in Detroit, Jim Costa, who had tweeted uh, this. He's a radio host in Detroit. He says, even though it appears the Lions got screwed on a successful two-point conversion, I keep going back to Dan Campbell losing his cool. It was a lunatic decision to go for it seven yards out and then four yards out. There's aggressive, and then there's hurting your team. Yeah, we haven't played. I, I can try to find that audio. The post game <laughs> audio with him at the podium, like he he was chippy with the reporter, and he was just understandably upset. Sure. Try to pull that up here. You you made it seem like Jim Costa stepped in something though. What? No, well, he did. I don't. I don't know that he did. Well. Calling something a lunatic decision, I think, is listen. I, I would it's say that hyperbole. It's hyperbole. But, yeah, but you can back that argument up. You can back that argument up. Here's Dan Campbell after, after the game. After the the game yeah, on on Sunday or Saturday. See the frustration in your face. Can you just explain where it comes from right now? Is it? The result? What would you be? Fr- would you be frustrated right now? I mean, is it on the call? Is it on the execution? Is it? You know, what? Is I don't it? like losing, Dave. And that's what happened. We lost, and that bothers me. 
You know, it bothers me. I don't like having an L. So that's the frustration. I'm sorry. I don't mean it at you. All right. So Jim Costa. That was a different person. Different person altogether. Jim Costa tweets this, and uh, he has a weekly, Dan Campbell does, on on their show. So it was Costa and Mike Stone. I'll bet you anything that's not his real name. Uh, by the way, I would literally bet my house that his name's not Mike Stone, just for the record. So they have him on the show, and they start to press him. There are guys named Mike Stone I don't there. think so. You really I mean, don't no, think not so. a radio guy. No chance. They're through, all pseudonyms. No, yeah. I went through the entire 13-minute interview to try to find this clip, yeah. and the majority of the interview was about that play. I mean, it was the last of course. most recent game. Very highly controversial call, decision making, and all of that. So uh, here is yes, like you said, they're they're pressing him about the call, yep. and he, Dan Campbell, turns this, and all three of us when we heard this this Dude, morning, we're like, oh my god, ooh. like imagine if this happened on our show. Yep. So here it is. Uh, this was ninety seven won the ticket in Detroit. Do you regret at all the decision to go for it from the seven? Yeah, I told I told our offense. I think I I said this before, and uh, we're going for the win. And we're going to go down, we're going to score, and we're going for two. And and I wasn't coming off of that. So if it was like 10 or 15, like a holding penalty, you still would have gone for it? No. If we're getting outside the 10, no. Okay. We, That's we what I'm asking. Outside yeah, the yeah. 10 every week, good on good. <laughs> we do it every week. O versus D. Yeah. I, like when, when you got the penalty and move go it ahead, to go the... Go ahead and say it. Oh, God. Say it. Both of you. What? Say it. Say what you want to say. I think from the seven, it's a low percentage play. I think your chances of winning are lower than if you kick the extra point. No, I would have. I would like you would say it to anybody else. I'm on the radio. Say it like you want to say it. Yeah. I thought it was a reckless decision. Thank you. Do, okay, but you don't regret it. No. Okay, that's fair. I would have. I would have. I would have not. I would have kicked the extra point from the seven. But as I said earlier, Dan uh, to Jim uh, from the four, I had no problem with it because obviously a few yards closer, and you probably could have done it. Oh, I, you know what? I I say props I to Jim Costa. Uh, pr- props to Dan Campbell yeah, as yeah. well. He is as uh, authentic and genuine as it gets as an NFL head coach. I but, love him so much, man. But while he always know, does the we're I, we're going to do this and we're going to do this and then we're going to do this. Bite your kneecaps off. off. It's amazing. <laughs> while Jim may have been a little hyperbolic when he called it a lunatic decision on on X about going for it from the seven, he backed up his. His argument with, I mean, logic. If it's if it's a fifty fifty decision, I you know go for it. I love the idea of being aggressive. If you kick the extra point, you're probably going to make it. Not a hundred percent, but you're probably going to make it. What is it? Ninety eight percent right now about that extra points are made, which gives you overtime, which gives you a fifty percent chance of winning the game. It, going for it right there, it's close to around 50%. You feel like you've got the momentum. You want to step on the team's throat, make the two-point conversion, win the game right there. When you go back to the seven, though, there are there is data out there that will say you are not close to 50% to make it from the seven-yard line on a play. I don't know exactly what the percentage is, but it's... I would think more like the 20 to 30% range of converting a two-point conversion from the 7-yard line as opposed to the the 2-yard line, which means you are now giving your team a 75% chance of losing that yep. game because of your decision. That's a dumb decision by a head coach. It's an emotional, dumb decision. Whether it works or not, wouldn't you rather have a 50% chance to win the game than a 25% chance to win the game? And if my coach 
can't grasp the difference between those two. That is a problem. And and Jim Costa called him out on that. And Dan handled it well. Jim handled it well, I thought. And I thought Jim's tweet was great. And it actually in that, in that audio clip, like listen, you know, they were probably ripping that decision making. Like oh, yeah. ripping it. And then they kinda of, when they have him on the line, they're like I mean, it was a low percentage, right. whereas an hour earlier, they're like, God, that was a bonehead decision. Right. Say what you want to say. I think from the seven, it's a low percentage play. I think your chances of winning are lower than if you kick the extra no, point. No, I would have I like you would say it to anybody else. Say it like you would I'm say it. I'm on the radio. Say it like you want to say it. Yeah. I thought it was a reckless decision. Okay. I loved his tweet after, too. He said, respect to Dan Campbell for today. He wanted the criticism to his face. He thanked me after. He's real. I do think it was reckless and a lunatic decision to go for it from the seven. I stand by it. Appreciate a coach who wants candid conversation. Wouldn't have it any other way. I'm jealous of that. I'm I'm like massively jealous. I love it. Of uh, that. I it, love that that Dan Campbell said, "Say it to me like you would say it to Paul, like you would say it to Ben." I would also take a little bit of comfort from the fact, if I was a Lions fan, that Dan Campbell said, "Yeah, if it was a holding penalty and we were at the 13 yard line, I'm not doing it from there." Okay, so you're not you're not completely like reckless and putting my head down. Hey, I want to win it here. And yeah, I know we just took two 15 yard unsportsmanlike conduct penalties, but, but we're I'm throwing a Hail Mary to the end zone right. rather than kicking an extra point. Okay. He's not, he's not a complete buffoon, but, but I do think he made a decision that lowered his team's chances of winning the, the game at that point. The candid conversation is something that is lacking, I think, from coaches, from GMs from all sorts of people uh, in this business. The candid conversation, the one that says, I want to know. I mean, there's a way to do it. There's a way not to. I remember uh, vividly the Gabe Kapler audio from last year when he, it was demeaning. He demeaned someone instead of just saying, all right, let me give you the reason why I pinch hit Donovan Solano in that situation. I'll just, I'll, I'll tell you my thinking. There's a way to do it, and there's a way to be like yeah. looking at the guy and saying, "Wait, wait, wait, hold on." You don't have to break the reporter yeah, you, down, right? You, you can. You don't have to look at them and go, "Wait, wait, Ben, are you are you serious right now?" You well, that that's what you would have done. Like, there's a way to just say, "Look, I'm the manager, I'm the coach, I made the decision, and here's why I made it." Um, I would do it again, or maybe in hindsight, I wouldn't. The candid conversation. Everyone's so they want to protect. Uh, themselves, the brand, whatever it is, so much that you know you don't get a lot of candid conversations. That's what I I'm I'm insanely jealous that they have a, a coach like Dan Campbell to talk to. On a similar note, I want to tell you what I am hoping for for us on this show. On a similar vein, we'll do that right after a quick check of traffic here on ninety-seven three The Fan. Before our break, uh, we had new Padres manager Mike Schilt on the show, and Woodsy uh, asked Mike Schilt if he would be willing to do a weekly conversation with us here on this program. And, and Mike, to us try to make that happen. I hope that does happen, and I really hope that we can have a similar rapport with Mike Schilt as Dan Campbell has with uh, Mike Costa, or Dan Costa and Mike Stone. What, what are their names? That, uh, on, on, you know, I'm Mike Stone and Jeff Costa. I would, I would like it to be like direct. That. I know that Mike Schilt knows more about baseball than I do. Oh, absolutely. But that doesn't mean that I'm not allowed to have an opinion. You're not allowed to have an opinion. Tier 1s aren't allowed to have an opinion. And we'll challenge him, and and hopefully he pushes back, and we can do so respectfully but also in an entertaining way. And I'm looking forward to that over the course of the season. And I, I do hope that happens. There are some coaches, though, that 
you wouldn't really have that much interest in doing a weekly conversation with. And I was, I didn't realize that, I mean, the last coach that I ever thought would have a weekly radio show, but does, is Bill Belichick. I mean. Of the, uh, of the New England Patriots. What was, is the point? He was doing a, his weekly yesterday and was asked about, you know, his, his job security and whether this is the end. It's the only thing anyone's talking about with the Patriots. They're long out of it, eliminated from playoff contention. And, he kind of gave his typical non-answer. It made headlines yesterday. He's on with uh, WEEI's The Greg Hill Show every single week. And I must say, I feel bad for Greg Hill. How, would you, how do you prepare for that? How do you ask questions of that? He just uh, he gave the old, hey, whatever success I've had, I try to go about my job the same every week, win, lose, good years, bad years, whatever they are, which is more than he usually gives. But I guess if you're doing a radio interview, he knows he has to say something each week. Go re- ready for that week, the best you can to help your team win. After that game, move on to the next one at the end of the season. That's the end of the season. He doesn't ever say anything. Yes, you have to talk to him every single week. This is a fundamental disagreement that I've had with our boss, Adam. I've had it with Ben before um, that, in my opinion, if we were in New England, I, I would not want that weekly. I would say this is a colossal waste of my time, a segment, and our audience's time. It's tough because it's just, probably a very well-rated segment just, on WEEI. Just because he is a big name. And like the biggest in New England, perhaps other than Tom Brady, right? Um, Which, by I, the way, I think the same radio station had weeklies with Tom Brady and Bill, and Belichick, Bill Belichick every week during which the is season. Fantastic! That's insane. It's insane. Uh, now, you know, obviously baseball is a little bit different. It's longer. You know, the whole thing. I get it, but I would There's love not one big game right. to talk about all week long. I would love to have uh, the skipper on every Friday, certainly, but. It's a fundamental, you know, and, and again, I'll, I'll just use him as the example. Sometimes A.J. Preller, like there was one point this year where I said, well, he's not going to talk about it. He's not going to talk about anything. Why, what is, well, you need to have him on. Why? Well, because he's the GM. Yeah, but if he's not going to say anything, yeah, but he's still a big name. I go, well, what's the point, though? If, there, if it's going to be an exercise in futility just to have a big name on that doesn't say anything, that's that doesn't seem like a good I, use of I, my time. I see time your point. We've had this argument time. before, and to me, sometimes a bad interview is often the failing of the hosts, sure, and not the guest. But when you bang your head against the same wall over and over again, at some point you have to acknowledge that that guest is simply not going to play ball or give you anything to work with in an interview. Right, and and I think we've kind of gotten to that point with AJ Preller. Every once in a while, though, he'll drop a tiny nugget that we we get out of him, and I feel like just on that off chance, if we just keep, keep working away. at it and plugging away, that it's worth talking to, especially on a Padres station, a flagship station with the Tier 1s that are so interested in this team, that just on the off chance that he might glean, give us just a, you know, a little bit of insight into what's going on, I still want to talk to him, but you're right. Most of the time, we don't get that insight out of him because... Yeah. He's very careful with what he says and and talks us in circles like he does everybody else. When he gets up on a podium or does a one-on-one, it doesn't matter. He talks in circles. A little bit better in person. A little yeah, bit, little yeah, bit better. Like sure. spring training is usually a better, yeah. a better interview. Time of year might time of year may have be, something to be, do with be it. also a part of the equation there. But uh, you know, he's he's putting together a team right now. He likes to keep his options open. He's working on multiple tracks, and it doesn't make for great radio sometimes. I will acknowledge that it doesn't always make for a, a compelling interview, 
I will still say I want to keep working at it and keep trying. Yeah, for sure. On AJ Preller when when we get a chance to talk to him. No question. I mean, I, you know, for me it was I think it was the certain time of year. I was like, what are, what are we wasting our time for? Like, I, he's not going to say one single word. Um, and you know, it, it turned out to be a really uh, rough interview. And it wasn't an "I told you so" moment, but it was a like, well, all right, maybe next time we'll be better. One other NFL coach, I believe it's a weekly as well, made some headlines uh, yesterday. Sean McVay of the Los Angeles Rams, who remember last year at this time, the speculation was he might retire. Yeah. Just step down, want to spend more time with his young family. The grind of the NFL may have been getting to him. Ended up coming back. He said, this year, no, I'm definitely promise coming back for next season, you know, the 2024 regular season. Of course, he's got a playoff game to get ready for the Los Angeles Rams. have already clinched, likely going to be the sixth seed in the NFC. Could actually, depending on how things shake out, could take on Dan Campbell's Detroit Lions, could take on the Dallas Cowboys in the first round of the playoffs. Uh, going to be an interesting matchup and not a team I'd be excited about facing no right question. now, no matter who I am. Uh, Super Bowl, I mean, not the same players nope. necessarily that won the Super Bowl, but an organization that will have some confidence going into the postseason. Just, same coach. Just not not that long ago, yep. they were winning the whole thing. So uh, he says he'll definitely be back in 2024 for another shot at it next year. All right, uh, we will come back. we got two hours to go. Jesse Agler is going to join us uh, coming up in our 8 o'clock hour. Looking forward to that. All ahead here on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.